Okay, good evening. We are, it is Chaf Beis Cheshvan. We are continuing the story of the Chacham and the Tom. Um, <clears throat> yesterday we were discussing um, how hard the Chacham was having it, living in his friend's house, living in this little podunk town, having a hard time from... Um, just left, right, and center. He was unhappy when when people were happy with the work he did. He was unhappy when people were not unhappy with the work he did. <clears throat> he was unhappy when he was healing people. He was unhappy when he wasn't healing people. Um, so too going on. It says Similarly, he was similarly similarly unhappy regarding his clothing. He called the tailor, and he worked with him until he taught him how to make the clothing uh, <coughs> according to how he liked it. It's like how he knew. Right? His ratzon was according to his da'at. Right? And he, he directed the tailor and made him make the clothing according to how he liked it. Rak kanafachach according lapel, shagabo velokivna velokivno yafe. Right, there was one mistake in the whole shirt, and that was the lapel. The collar was a little bit funny. Vahaya mitzta ermod. It really bothered him. Because he knew himself that even though that here, in um, you know. Somewhere in you know, in the middle of nowhere in the Ukraine, it was a very nice shirt. But no one there knows anything about this. But if I was in Spain with a with a with a lapel like this, with a collar like this, people would laugh at me. And people would think that I was crazy. And so too, he was he was just full of Terrible, terrible distress all the time, right? On the one hand, we have someone who's besimplet tamid, and then we have someone who's full of yisurim tamid. Right, so the tam, he was running. He's always running. He's always running. He's moving fast, right? He doesn't just walk. He runs wherever he goes. He's running. Rats, rats, rats. Right, he's just excited. He's like, uh, he looks. He's like a kid. He's like, wow, what's gonna be? Oh, he wants to see what's happening. Everything's exciting, and he would always be with Simcha. He wanted to see, wanted to see the the Chacham, his friend, and he found him when he was mitzer, when he was uh, you know, bound, umaliyasurim, and full of full of distress and worries and troubles. Ushalo, and he asked him, "Hello, Chacham, va'ashir kamutcha." Right, he says, someone like you, he's so smart and he's so rich. What are you, what are you, what are you always so worried about? You're always so unhappy. Hello, look at me. I'm always happy. You're always unhappy. I'm always happy. And and it seemed to the Chacham like a joke. And he seemed like he was crazy. The Amarlo at time, and the time said to him, Hello, Stam Bene Adam Shemitz Shemis Lotzetzim Mimani Hem Shoitim. Hello, Stam Bene Adam. 
And the Tom says to him again, is it not that regular people that make fun of me, they're stupid, right? You think I'm crazy? Look at me. People make fun of me. How stupid are they? If, he says what we said before, if someone's going to laugh at me and say that they're smarter than me, hello, Adarabah, Hemshoitim, that makes them stupid. Right, the regular people in the town, they look at me, they look down at me, they say I'm stupid, they say I'm crazy. But all the more so for a, for a, a genius like you, a chacham like you. You look at me and you think you're stupid, I'm stupid, and you're, you're so smart. Right? Okay, Shkoyach, what have you done? If I'm a stupid person and you're smarter than me, you know better than me, what have you gotten? What does that make you? If you're smarter than me and I'm, I'm an idiot, so you're smarter than an idiot? Shkoyach. And the Tom says again, and he I don't know why he keeps... Okay. He says to the Chacham, Mi yiten shetavo ata... Hang on. Dun, 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 dun. Um, da, da, da. Ana hatam v'amar lechacham, Mi yiten shetavo ata al madrega shali. Who will give you that you should come to my level? Right? Right, the, the the time is saying, I am, I I have achieved something, right? Being simcha, right? What is it? It's uh, I think Dennis Prager has a book says something like happiness is hard work, right? Right. I I think that um, I think that um, people that don't understand that happiness is an avoida. People think that happiness is something they kind of fall upon, right? Because they, they confuse happiness for, for um, you know, pleasure or fun, right? Right? Like if I, uh, if I was listening to, you know, if I got a new pair of roller skates, oh, that would be great. People think that's what happiness is, right? Especially in... In our Western materialistic society, we associate happiness with, you know, material wealth, um, going on vacation, you know, finding the the woman of my dreams, the man of my dreams. My my child is uh, got a got an A on their test, and I can tell everyone how smart my kid is, right? But that's not that's not joy. That's not simcha, right? That's not that's not a deep just. Being able to walk around, right? What is what is to me when Rabbi Nachman Rabbi Nachman talks so much about simcha, it's 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 a way of looking in the world and just understanding that that Hashem is in charge, and that that doesn't mean that everything in my life is smooth sailing. Certainly not, right? We know the story of Rabbi Nachman's life. He was his his life was was totally full of yisurim and difficult, and he was moving around, and his first wife died, and his kids died, and. People were trying to kill him, and his house burned down. I think a couple times, you know, he was sick. He he went to Eretz Israel, and he had to like run away from the Turks as they were invading, or the French as they were invading. I don't remember. But he but you can always be besimcha through that because it's not about real simcha is about my connection with Hashem. It's not about what's going on in front of me. So when the Tom says to the Chacham, he's he's like, listen. I walk through. The, you walk through the world. You have every <clears throat> everything 
that one could want. You've got covered. You've got wealth. You've got uh, all these great skills, and you're you're just unhappy and, and heartbroken all the time and worried. And me, people make fun of me, but I don't care. People think I'm crazy, but it doesn't bother me. You know what? And he says, Who, who's going to give to you that you should come to my level? I'm on a level. You can't come to my level. It could be. That I would come to you. Yeah. This is how I would get to your level. This is, he gets pretty mean here. Someone should take all my wisdom from me, my brain from me. Or if I got sick, and I became crazy. Hello, Mata, what are you? Ishmishuga, you're a crazy person. Right? You think you're so great. You think you're so so uh, holy. You think you're so elevated. You're a crazy man. The Chacham says, but you... To come to, for, for for me to come to your level, I gotta you know have a have a you know minor head injury, but for you to come to my level, ah, zeiyev sharbishumof, and this could never be. you could never be wise like I am. Certainly not. Heshiv hatam the time answers him. With the good Lord above, may He be blessed. Everything is possible. And it could be according to the in the blink of an eye. <clears throat> I could I could be where you are. And the Chacham just laughed. Chacham just laughed. Um, <clears throat> right, we all know stories <clears throat> about you know motivational speakers. So Tony Robbins tells a great story about um, one time he was taking a helicopter to uh, to give a lecture. And um, he's seeing from the helicopter the giant traffic jam caused by all the people coming to see his his talk, right? Because Tony Robbins, man, he's a, he's a big deal. And as they're flying in the helicopter, he, he at one point he tells the, the pilot to, like, you know, stop for a second, you know, because the helicopter can stop in midair and just hover there. And he <clears throat> he looks down and he sees, he realizes, why do you tell him to stop? Because he sees that the building that they're flying over... It's a building where something like 10 years before he had been working as a janitor, right? <clears throat> so, and Tony Robbins stopped and appreciated, he told the story, appreciated this moment where he sees he's flying, he's being flown in a helicopter to a lecture that's so packed that there's traffic jam. And on the way, he passes by the place where he used to be, you know, minimum wage slave driving a beat-up old car that barely worked, he said. Um, so Yeshua is Hashem Kerafayin. Hashem can, can change the world, right? I can come to be the Chacham, right? We'll see. And these two men, I don't know why they keep calling them Banim, but the two boys were called, uh, the whole world called them, right? Everyone, everyone knew this one's Chacham and this one is Tom. That's like their, you know, that's how they were known. Even though there's many wise people and many simple people in the world, just the same con. But between the two of them, it was it was known that that's that's who they were. Because they're from one place and they they learned together. Somehow they got famous as that that pair, the wise men and the and the simpleton. 
and this one became super wise and super smart. And this one was super simple. Mirshem oh, in the in the in you know in the statistics in the um census Shisham Kodzun Kolachadim Kinoi Familia Shemish Bachashala, right in the, the the official list where everyone's name is written down with their family name. Right? So in the official database of the of the country. This one was referred to as Chacham, and this one was referred to as Tam. And one time the king came upon this, uh, you know, this census list. And he saw these two people were written down. This one is called a Chacham, and this one is called a Tam. Oh, that's, that's wild, the king said. That there's these two people. One is called a chacham. One is called a tam. And the king desired to see them. The king wanted to see these two. The chashav melech. The melech thought. Imeshlech acharehem pitom shiavo ulifanai. Itpachadu mod. Vechacham yistamamu taonotav legamre. Right, so the king thinks to himself, "I, I really like to see these two. Who's the ones a chacha, ones a tam? That's so interesting." But he says, "If I just send after them suddenly, you know, police show up at their door and say the king wants to see you, ooh, you'd pachdumo. They'd be very frightened. That's a scary thing." And the wise man will will close his ta on his his. Claims completely. I don't know. The 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 Tom might go crazy from from fear, right? It, it won't be good. So the king decides. So he says, "I'll send a wise person for the wise man, and I'll find a simple person to go after the Tom." But how to find a, a simpleton in this in this uh, the the city of the king? Because in, in the city of the king, the majority of people are, are smart. But the person who's put in charge of the money, he's specifically a simpleton. Because smart people don't want to be in charge of the money. Right. So the person who's in charge of the king's treasury was a simpleton. Why? Because smart people don't want to be in charge because they're worried that they're going to make a mistake and they're going to lose money. They're going to lose the king's money. And therefore, they always put a simpleton in charge of the money. <coughs> so the king calls to the Chacham Echad Ul Oto Atam. So the king calls, finds some some wise man and finds finds the simpleton. Ushlacham lahashnei banim, and he sent them out to 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 meet the the Chacham of the Tam. Vanatam biyadam igrus lekol echad echad. He gave he gave letters to each one of them. Gam natan biyadam igrus lahagabirner, governor Moshe Hamachuz. 
Shalhagabernia of the government. Shelu Ashnebanim Hem Tachat Memshato, Vitsiva Bigert, Shah Governor, Yishlach Lehem Igerot, Mishmo, Lehecham Batam, Kadeshalit Pachadu, Vichtov Lehem, Shain Hadavar Nahut, Venamelech Gozer, Davka Shivo, Rakadavar Teloi Bertonam. Im Hemrotim Yavo, Rak Shamelech Chafetz Lerota. Right? So what does the king do? The king sends these messengers, and he sends a letter to the to the governor, right, to the local magistrate, saying that the these two men who are underneath his jurisdiction, and he governor governor and he wants that the local governor should also send them letters in the king's name to the wise man and to the simpleton, in order so they not be afraid. And he should write, it's not, it's not, I don't know, chutzes, it's not uh, extreme. It's not, they don't have to come running. There's no, there's no decree you have to come before me. It's not a court order. It's dependent on their desire, right? They want to come, they can come. If they want to come, they should come. Just the king desires to see them. Right? And I think that this is... This is Rabbeinu is, is discussing, uh, letting us know sort of how how Hashem wants to speak to us. Right? Right? Hashem shows us messages that in a way that we can see them. Right? He sends us he sends us messengers that look like us. Right? He sends us he speaks in the language we speak, right? If we're giving and kind and loving, then we'll see we'll find messengers and people and experiences that are giving and kind and loving. And if we're chasvashon the opposite, so we'll see the opposite. Right? Um and and Hashem Hashem, when Hashem wants us to, to, when Hashem wants to see us, when Hashem wants us to be close to Him, He doesn't say, "You have to come close to Me." Right? That's the whole. That's the whole trick of the world, right? That's the whole. Hashem created the world in such a way that we can choose to see Him or not, right? We can choose to interact with Him or not. We can choose to want Him or not, right? He gives us the. He gives us the chance. He gives us the ability to not go see Him, right? He wants us to see him. He wants us to speak to him. He wants us to be close to him. But he wants to see what we want, right? Because he's he's the creator of all things, right? He wants us to. If he really wants us to, to see us, you know, but you know, person can you know, God forbid, you know, die of a heart attack, and then they're up in heaven with Hashem, and they can you know, hang out all day and play mini golf. I don't know what people do in heaven. I don't know what God does, but, but. Hashem wants us to want Him, right? As much as He tells us, and you got to do this mitzvah, you got to do that mitzvah, really, Hashem wants our hearts. Hashem wants us to want Him. And the way to do that is to, is He sends us messages through messengers that we can easily understand and see and speak to. So, the next time you meet someone who's like you, 
right? Whether that's a happy person or an angry person, depending on where you are. And it could change from moment to moment, day to day, right? I could have a good day that I'm smiling and happy, and the people that I that I meet are smiling and happy. And I could have a bad day when I'm grumpy and, you know, short-tempered and blah, 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 blah. And so the people that I meet are going to be like this, blah, 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 right? Right, it says that... Um, <clears throat> It's and it's a quick story, and then I'll end it. Right, it says that um, the Gemara says that nowadays, nevuah prophecy is only given to children, dogs, and crazy people, something like that. And in um, in the village I used to live in, I was going to someone's house to do some electric work, and the the homeowner told me that the guy that lived in this apartment, he was a little bit nuts. You know, he wasn't, like, dangerous or mean or anything. He was just a little bit, a little bit weird. And, uh, you know, not all there. And I tried to come into the house, knocked on the door, and the guy just starts yelling at me. And I was in the most foul mood. I just, I just, I don't remember what the whole situation, I just remember, like, I was so unhappy, and I was, I was fighting with the wife, and fighting with the kids, and this is no good, and that's, I was just in a terrible state. And I go to this house to do the work, and the guy just starts screaming at me and yelling at me, you can't come in here, what are you doing, get out of my house. Uh. And so I had to go to the the, 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 the homeowner, the Bell Bice, and say, what's this guy's freaking out, what do I do? And he came, and he calmed him down, and he told the guy, I don't know if the guy left, or he just, you know, was quiet, whatever, it was like really, it was really weird. And then I saw the guy a few weeks later at the Makola, the little grocery store in the village, and I don't know if he came up to me or I came up to him and he said to me something like, I'm sorry that that I had to yell at you like that. Something like that. I'm sorry that that, that, that happened to you. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. I'm sorry. You know, it's okay that you yelled at me and it happened. He's like, no, 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 I'm not. And he, he, I forget exactly what how he put it, but it was like he was he was making very clear to me like, he wasn't apologizing that he yelled at me. He was apologizing that he, like, had to yell at me. That, like, that was the the way he had to react to me. And it was this moment of, of, of real clarity that, like, oh, I was in such a poor spiritual state. I was in such a bad mood and a, and a foul, you know, mutz of situation in my head that day that this this, you know... This sort of crazy guy, um, he, you know, he I, he received some kind of message from on high that he had to like, you know, scream at me and be crazy and and you know, be crazy to me. So, keep your eyes open, keep your head up, keep smiling, keep shining, and uh, God willing, the good Lord and the world around you will smile and shine on back. And with that. Have a wonderful evening.